Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we tell us worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the modern the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Grace and peace, everybody. Uh, you're sitting here today with T. Barlow, and this is The Bar Podcast, and this is our special segment, Bars, which stands for Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And today, I'm excited to be on the line uh, with none other than the founder, I believe, if I'm saying that right, of Anamorphic Music. And, and for those of y'all who have been paying attention, before we've had Aeon on here, and we've had Swindy Example, both uh, still an artist from the Aeon Music label, but now we have the founder of this label by the name of Mike Verse Mills. Mike, how you doing, bro? Mr. T. Barlow, it is definitely a pleasure and an honor to be here, bro. Oh, praise God, man. Praise God, man. Well, I know we've been talking about doing this for quite some time, and it was just all a matter of me slowing down and getting you on here. So, so man, I'm glad you could be here tonight, man. So, uh, before we uh, get get in, get get real deep, man, just tell people, or giving people a little introduction about yourself, man. Anything that you want them to know. Um, number one, I'm really old. Um, yeah, I've been in music for 25 <laughs> years now, so that'll kind of give you um, a little tidbit of how old I might be. No, I just wow. I just turned I turned thirty nine on April fourteenth, so I'm a little up there in age. But I've uh, been doing music okay. since I was fourteen, so twenty five years now. How time flies! Wee. Wow, yeah, wow, that's big. <laughs> yeah, I never thought that, but yeah, you say you just turned thirty nine. Oh. Yeah, wow. not forty yet. I'm not forty yet. Not forty. Not forty yet. Not forty yet. No, no, you're not old, man. Seasoned. That's all. Seasoned sounds good. Seasoned. There you go. Seasoned. Now, now the the music that you were doing in the beginning was that uh was that Christian music or was it just secular music or what was it? Well, yeah. When when I first started, I was fourteen when I first started rapping, and uh, yeah, it was gospel. It was gospel centered, man. It was uh, you know, it's funny because the first 
hip-hop song I ever heard in my life was in 1985 when I heard Stephen Wiley's Bible Break. That was mm. the first hip-hop song I ever heard in my life. My life. Wow. So when I when I wow. turned when I was 14, um, me and two of my brothers from church, we went you know we went to the Salvation Army Church here in Florida in, in Lakeland, Florida, and. Uh, you know, they would rap and freestyle and all this stuff. And I would just kind of sit there and be like, this is awesome and this and that. And then one day they just like spit something. And I was like, ah, I don't really know what I'm doing. You know, I, I haven't done this before. And uh, just started freestyling. It was it just it was so natural. It felt so natural. And I knew that this was something that I was supposed to do. So. At 14, that's when we actually did our first show together in uh, at a Salvation Army camp in Texas in front of 5,000 kids. Our first show ever. Um, so that was really fun, really fun. And uh, that was my introduction into gospel or Christian hip-hop that we call it now. Wow. Okay, all right. So the 5,000 kids, like, yep. what was that like, man? Like, like were you, how, how nervous were you? Well, that's that's kind of like uh, what's the good analogy for it? Uh, kind of throwing the meat into the sizzler, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> you know, your first show in front of five thousand kids, you don't know what kind of response you're gonna get. Um, that was really the only the only thing that I was thinking was, it, are are all these kids gonna enjoy what we're doing? Like, there was no nervousness. There was none of that. Like, it. I, I knew and, and my two dudes that I was with knew, you know, and remember now this was 1992. Okay. So we're talking about Vanilla Ice and MC Hammer was hip hop at that time. Right, right. So let me just break it down for a second. I am a white person. I'm a white person. And my two dudes were, they were black. And that kind of at that time you kind of had to have someone next to you to give you some credibility if you were a white boy trying to rap right um, right yeah and I was the one that was actually writing everyone's raps like I wrote all of our raps I don't think I'll, I'll shout them out I don't think I don't think Pat and Dub ever actually sat down and wrote a rap I rap I, I wrote everything but I was a writer and they were freestylers so it was it was much different. Like I, I was more comfortable writing than freestyling. Um, it was natural. I just like to sit down and write and really think about what I was saying, you know. So yeah, so that that was on the hot seat, man. That was the hot seat in front of five thousand kids for the first show. Well, who were doing your beats back then? Uh, we were actually using mainstream beats. You, you remember back in the day when cassette tapes were the thing and on the back it would have the instrumental and all that stuff we were oh, using yeah, yeah we were using that there. I missed that I, I, they don't do that anymore we actually the first song that we did live um, I wrote a song called Jesus is the way uh-huh. and, and it was to a Scarface beat I forget what song it was but it was a Scarface beat mm. hey, so hold on let's, let, let me pause right quick because you said that Jesus is the way so let's let's. I want to talk about. I want you to tell me a little bit about, uh, like your theology at the time, or, or, or like your your, your upbringing. Um, you know, your conversion story, if you have one. You know, I know not everybody has a horror story, but you know, if you got a little something that you want to share about that, that would be great. Well, 
at the uh, let me see at the tender age of eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't say what years. Well, I already said my age. So in '86 was the first time that I had ever went to church ever. Okay. Like okay. I, I I didn't know about church. I didn't grow up in a in a church home. Any of that stuff. So the first time I went to church, um, we had a a little older lady that lived in the apartment behind us, behind our house. And she was a member of the Salvation Army Church here in Lakeland. And she had invited myself and my younger sister to come to church and just kind of, you know, come to the children's church and, you know, just come to church in general. Mm-hmm. So we came, you know, I was eight, my sister was three and we loved it. Like it was, it was, it was cool. Like, Hey, this, this is pretty cool. Like we had never, we had never experienced anything like church before until I was eight. Um, didn't, let me, let me just break it down real quick. I didn't become officially saved until May 4th, 1997. May 4th, 97 is when I actually came to Christ. Okay. So we're talking from, I started going to church in 86. So what is that? 21 years later, I actually came to Christ. Hmm. So that's, fa- that, that, that's fascinating. Um, just real yeah. quick. Like, like, why do you say that? Like, I mean, I, I told as a person, I understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I believe like that's kind of, I think, I, I think that's a lot of our stories sometimes, but, uh, uh, like, like what was it that, was going on that would have you say that hey for those 20 some odd years I really wasn't saved Without, well, I, you don't have to go into grab me details but yeah 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 of course yeah. Um, well there were there were a lot of different things um, but just for, for personal like for me um, 8 years old was a very very weird age um, the first time I went to church the first time I tried weed um, and I, I actually smoked weed from the age of eight until the age of 18. And, and true story, true story, real quick. 1986 on Thanksgiving Day is the first time that I tried marijuana. Thanksgiving Day 1996 was the last time I ever smoked marijuana. So for exactly 10 years, I was, I was smoking. Now, will I say that was a part of me not being saved. I, I kind of wanted to just throw that in there to let people kind of get, get a background. But let me get back to what you were asking. Um, so from the age of eight, what happens in the Salvation Army Church is they kind of, which is a good thing, they kind of throw you into the ministry. Like they don't, they don't throw you in without knowledge or anything like that. But, you know, by the age of, 10 years old, I was in front of the whole congregation preaching. Like I was putting together a sermon and preaching and, you know, that's how the Salvation Army does. Like they, they, they put you in ministry. You know, anybody that knows about the Salvation Army knows that, you know, they do the kettles during the Christmas season where they raise money. Um, anything that happens as far as hurricanes, tornadoes, things like that. Salvation Army is always one of the first on the scene to help out do what we can Um, and that's what I grew up with like I grew up with 
a very, very ministry-minded, youth-oriented um, church in the Salvation Army. A lot of people don't know that the Salvation Army is actually a church as well. They just think it's a an organization that just goes and helps and raises money. And, and I don't know the conception that people have, but most of the people that I've talked to don't know the intricacies of the actual Salvation Army Church. So the church itself actually broke off from from Methodism. So there's a lot of Methodist beliefs beliefs in the Salvation Army. Um, with with a, mm, I want to put this the right way. It's not full on Methodist. Like my wife grew up in a straight Methodist church, you know, a first Methodist, and. The Salvation Army is more, they're more reformed in what they, in what they believe as salvationists. They call themselves salvationists. So they're, they're much more reformed than a straight Methodist would be, if that makes any sense. Did I get to the question that you asked? Yeah, 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 quick, quick. You, <laughs> yeah, take your time, man. Just talk. You're doing good. Because I'm learning stuff earlier. I didn't, I didn't know that about, I mean, I knew a little bit about Salvation Army being... You know, kind of a, you know, kind of, kind of mission centered, uh, mm-hmm. but but I never heard anybody talk about their theology and like. Oh yeah. So so that's this, this is actually kind of fascinating to me. So yeah, go ahead, continue doing a fantastic job. Yeah, bro, it it it, it really is fascinating the way that the Salvation Army is set up. Um, it's and you know we could we could actually make this whole show about the Salvation Army, but. You know, we won't do that, but there's so many intricacies of what the Salvation Army does in each community. I mean, if you go to if you go to almost any city in America, there's a Salvation Army church or some kind of Salvation Army. um, There's some kind of Salvation Army presence in almost every city. That you go right. to, right? I mean, because like as you're talking, like I'm thinking almost as if it's like like a like a like a franchise denomination of some sort. Like, it's, it's, I, I mean, I can't wrap my mind around it because because you're right. I don't have all the the intricate details about it, but like I just had never thought of it as an organization, you yeah. know, that, that has yeah. a theology, you know, that, uh, you know, to it and so forth. Like, I knew that it was mission centered, but I kind of all I got. I guess I kind of often thought of it as Something that's uh, what's the word like, like ecumenical or whatever, you know, like where it's like yeah, they yeah, don't have yeah. a, a set core of doctrines or beliefs, but you know, anybody who says that they're a Christian is probably welcome to be. That's that's kind of how I've always pictured them. But like the way that you're kind of presenting to me now is really more so like, like no, we have creed to confess, almost as if they have a creed and confession or something, some sort. Um, yeah, the, the Salvation. Yeah, the Salvation Army definitely has a a set order of beliefs um most of the most of the reformed things that you know you talk about on this show the salvation army actually believes in as well um yeah it's 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 kind of it's kind of a i want to put it the right way um i don't really consider myself personally like a fully reformed thinking person, like just as a personal, you know, just me, you know, I'm not saying that um, there's, there's a lot of different ways of being reformed though. Like there's a, right. there's many, 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 many different t- 
terms that you could use reform for. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but with the Salvation Army, to get back to that, there definitely is a a set order of doctrine. There's a set order of um, you know us believing in baptisms. Um, you know, and that's something that Methodists do not. Most Methodists, I will say, most Methodists don't practice baptism. Well, the Salvation Army adopted baptisms. Like, they they branched off from Methodism out of England in the in the 1800s. In the late 1800s is when the Salvation Army was formed by Mr. Booth um, in England. So, by the time it got over to America, it had really... It, it, it was formed in like man what's the way to put it I'm, I'm just going to stick to my original phrasing it's, it's, it's a reformed Methodism it's like a reformed type of Methodism there's, okay. there's things that a reformed person would go to a Salvation Army service and oh yeah okay I, I believe that too like you know there, there's not yeah, I'll, I guess I'll leave it at that because there's not really anywhere to go with that. <laughs> I got it. I can it. So this is the church that you came up in that put you out there at the age of 10 printing and so forth. But like, yeah, it wasn't until, you said, was it 97 you said? Or, yeah, May, May 4th, 1997. Yep. Yeah, 97. I was, um, <laughs> I was actually, uh, I was at my parents' house and of course by then I didn't have I didn't have a room or anything but my sister still had a room there and I was in her room and I was at her desk and I was I was just writing some rhymes I don't even know why I was over there I was over there for something and I just started writing some rhymes and at this time I wasn't doing anything Christian I wasn't doing Christian hip hop I was straight up doing the nasty secular mainstream eh, rap so I was doing that at the time and I had never felt convicted about it because I had, you know, I had fell away. I had fell away for a while. Um, in 97, I was what, 19. I left the Salvation Army when I was like 18, right after I got, um, right after I finished up my two degrees that I got from the Salvation Army um, College in Atlanta. I kind of fell away. And, and it's funny because I went to the Salvation Army College for two summers and I got my degrees in pastoral studies. I got my degree that used to be called psychology. Now it's pastoral counseling. I guess they got to keep it, you know, they got to keep all the terminology, whatever. But um, came back and was like, I just wasn't feeling it. Like I wasn't feeling it anymore. It was it was it it was bland. Maybe it was the people that the new people that came into the to our Salvation Army that kind of threw me off or something. I don't know what happened, but I just wasn't feeling it anymore. And that day that I was at my parents' house in my sister's room writing, I had never felt convicted about anything that I had wrote before. You know, and that day Ooh. God hit me. He hit me. He smacked me, smacked me across the face and said, what are you doing? You have, I've given you like 
I've given you all this knowledge and I've given you all these opportunities and I've given you all of this and all of that and you're spitting in my face. You're spitting, you're literally spitting in my face. And it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. And I really had, I sat there and evaluated and I probably prayed for a good two hours straight and just was bawling out. I was on my knees, just on my hands and knees, just bawling. Never felt that before. I never felt the presence of the Lord like that before. Been in church since eight, did sermons, you know, went all around the, the country speaking. And, and that's what the Salvation Army does is they build you up. Like they build right. you up to in, in, in the ministry um, to be a minister. That's what they do. And thank God for that. Thank Jesus for that. Because if it wasn't for that, I don't know if I would have ever felt that presence of the Lord take over my whole body like that. If I didn't, if I wouldn't have went through through all those experiences with the Salvation Army. So I thank them to the fullest for everything that they taught me, for everything that, you know, they put me through in, in, in learning and in training and in all that stuff, because it, it came back to help me so much later on after I actually became saved and got baptized and was on that right road that I'm, I'm striving to be on every day to this day. You know what I mean? So... Man, 1997, dude. I'm coming up on 20 years of being saved. Next month, wow. May yeah. 4th, yeah, May 4th, 1997. Dad, 20 years. I didn't mean. Yeah. I didn't think. About, I didn't think about that until I just looked at my my uh, my calendar right here, bro. That's crazy. Bro. That's crazy, man. Because uh, I don't uh, I don't have dates. I, I, I couldn't tell you the date when I got saved. I'm most most people can't. Most people. Yeah, can't. I, I, I mean, I just I, I I can tell you the process. I can tell you things that was happening, but you know, I, I, I mean, like I remember, I, I just I remember like like it, how you described what was going on as you was writing and as God convicted you. Like I remember having a moment just like that, um, right. and I remember having I remember having moments like that actually kind of continuously, like really, man. But you know, but but yeah, it, it's it's something awesome to know. Uh, that that God loves you enough to convict you and save you from your sin. Like I, I, I exactly. kind of, yeah, I, exactly. I love that. So, so what kind of fellowship now? Are you you not? Are you still with the Salvation Army fellowship, or do you fellowship with other believers elsewhere? How, how does that? How, what does that look like for you these days? Yeah, I'm still a member of the Salvation Army Church in Lakeland. Um, okay. And my this wife is, is. This is Florida, yeah. right? Yeah, Lakeland, in Florida, Lakeland, Florida. Yes, sir. Um, I'm still a member there, but what we do is my wife and I had an agreement. So we made this agreement because she's a member of First First Methodist, First United Methodist here in Lakeland. She's been a member since she was born, uh, pretty much. So we have a we have a thing where we go back and forth each Sunday, and you know both churches are good with that. Like we've sat down with the leadership, and they're both good with that. And you know we have a we have a healthy um, we have a healthy church life with two churches. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I understand that. I understand that exactly. Um, and it's funny you said Lakeland, Florida. See, I, I actually, uh, I was actually down there in Lakeland not too long ago. Uh, that's um, it's for my kids' mother's state. So I, I was down there picking up. They, they moved. She moved from 
Tampa to Lakeland. So okay, so okay. it's like I, I actually I, in about a month or so I'll be down there again um, with my kids. So you never know, maybe I might get a chance to sit down and hey, that's what's get up. a cup of coffee or something, whatever. So we are definitely have to be in contact with you about that. Um, tell me about anamorphic man. Um, the beginnings, some some of the humble beginnings, and and how that all came about. Well, some some of the listeners out there may know that we were the 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 label was SBS Music Label before it was Anamorphic. Okay. So, when, so April first, two thousand thirteen, is when Snack Bar Sounds Music Label SBS Music Label formed. Um, our first artist was Sicily. People out there might know who Sicily is. She's a fantastic artist. Um, she's a she's a Guinness World world record holder for um she's one of the record holders for the longest freestyle really you know that that name sounds familiar like i know i've seen that name somewhere and heard her heard it before but i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm real familiar but you you've heard sicily i guarantee you've heard her i guarantee it yeah Yeah. she's she's a she was living in tampa and she's in in orlando now so and and i'm assuming it's s-i-c-i-l-y yeah, just like Sicily, just like Italy. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm nice. gonna have to look. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to look her up. She's still doing work. Oh yeah, still doing work. She owns. Uh, I was gonna get to that too. Oh my fault. Sorry, I'm um, jumping ahead of myself. Well, I'll just, I'll, yeah. I'll just kind of, you know, get, get to that point. But she was, she was SBS's first signing in 2013, and um, I'm not one to ever, like, when I sign someone, I'm not one to ever hold them back in the ministry that they're supposed to do uh-huh. like even if even if we have a contract which i only do contracts for one project at a time um anyway because if if something else that you're supposed to do comes along then you're supposed to go do that right so while sisley was under contract um god was leading her to start her own label with jonathan long who is now her fiance they're, they're okay. going to get married. Um, so, of course, yeah, God's telling you, go do it, go do it. Right. Like, like you've learned a lot of things from me. You've learned a lot of things from other people. You've been a part of other labels. Go start the label. Like, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, go do it. It, it. It's never, I will never hold someone back from what God is, you know, what they're supposed to do that God is telling them to do. Never, I will never do that. So, if any of our guys that are on right now, Aon, Swin, example, DJ One Nine, Syd, if any of them came to me and said, "Hey, listen, bro, you know, I, I'm, I'm, God is leading me to go do this, so I can't be with Anamorphic anymore, Bruh, I'll be praying for you. Go do your thing, you know, right. do it, do it big for God. Go." Get it done. So it's I'm never going to hold anybody back, even with a contract. Nah, right. I'm yeah. not holding nobody back, bro. So yeah, that was that was the situation with Sicily. Um, we were working on a project that was going to be released worldwide um, through worldwide distribution, and she was called to go start that label. So it's uh, Run with Zeal, Run with Zeal Records. So on, on Facebook, she is Cicely RWZ. Cicely RWZ for all the listeners out there that want to check Cicely out. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check her out. But no, I, I, I gotta tell you, man, that's that's almost like like your whole attitude for us that is almost unheard of in this industry, uh, where you know you got somebody who's on your label wanting to break free, and it's like it usually like there's always something nasty in the mix, business wise that yeah. that comes about and takes place, and it's like, and what I'm what I'm pulling from you out of all of this is it's it seems like it's it's not about business, it's about God's agenda it's about the, the advancement of the kingdom like hey listen if that's where you're about to take this fine go ahead i'll be praying with you and i'll be right here for you standing this still as your brother it's like it's like i'm your brother first before i'm your manager or your you know label exactly. and all that yeah and, 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 and i think uh, i think that's awesome and even even in that same breath i would even say that the business side of things is side by side with the ministry uh-huh. like they they do go hand in hand but the ministry is always going to be over the business always so as long as the artist is with us and and we're rolling with that artist the business and the ministry side are always going to be next to each other they're always going to be side by side and that's always healthy you can have you can have the greatest ministry in the world and and i've seen this happen with people you can have one of the best ministries but if you don't have the business sense or the business side along with that ministry, that ministry could fall. And it's the same thing with you could have a great business sense, great business sense. Mm-hmm. But if your ministry is not on point, obviously it's going to fall because God's right. not going to allow that ministry to keep going. You know what I mean? Right. So right. Ministry and business have to go side by side. They have to go side by side or it could just crumble. Everything could right. crumble. He just has to be a balance. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I got you. Understood. And so, and so at the time, you said she was under a different label with you, right? Well, oh, we gotta refresh my memory. What's the name of the label again? Yeah, it, it was SBS Music Label, Snack Bar Sounds Music Label. Okay, and um, and then and then you tra- you changed the name to Anamorphic. Yeah, there was an event that happened, and okay. I'll get into I'll get into that event a little bit. Um, okay. So in, in February of 2016, which was last year, mm-hmm. um, just over a year ago, um, SBS was still going, and there was there was a family situation, and I'll, I'll get into it because people really need to grasp this. They they really need to get this in their brains and be like, oh my gosh, okay, I I need to reassess some things if if they need to reassess things. Mm-hmm. So. I, we get a call, my wife and I get a call from my daughter's school. And they tell us over the phone that she's been cutting. She was cutting on her arm. And when when she came home, when our daughter came home, we sat down and we talked to her. We were asking her, you know, what's going on? You know, why are you cutting yourself? And, you know, she had said, you know, after quite a while of asking her and her being comfortable and talking, um, which we always, we talk about everything. So we were like, wow, this is kind of weird. She doesn't want to talk about it. And it ended up being, obviously it was for attention. Mm-hmm. But when she said, when she said this sentence I'm about to say, I was literally done with music. When she said this sentence, I was done. She said, I was doing it because 
you're not spending enough time with me. Oh. So that was that was one of the huge reasons why that she was cutting. One of her friends, or actually a few of her friends, were also cutting, which they've all stopped. Praise God. Yeah. Um, my daughter stopped cutting and all that kind of stuff. Like we talk much more. But when I heard that sentence, because I work on a lot of music, and at the time I was working on a lot of music, and when she said that sentence, I was done. I was done. I had, you know, we use anamorphic or anamorphic music. We use Marco Polo. I don't know if anybody's familiar with Marco Polo on the phone, but it's like, like a video, a video chat thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a video chat app. Um, I had hit everybody up and said, "All right, well, here's the situation, and I'm done. I quit. I'm done." And that was it. That was that. I was done. I was done. That was in February of two. That was February of last year. I was done. Done. No one was going to talk me out of it. No one was nothing. I was done with music forever. And obviously, <laughs> obviously, God said no. That's not going to be the case. What you're going to do is this. You're going to do a reboot, a restart. You know how they have those old movies and they reboot them like Godzilla. Total Recall. Stuff, like, yeah. yeah, Total Recall and all yeah. that stuff where they, they have the old movies and they make reboots of them. and Spider-Man like three times already. Now. <laughs> exactly. It's going to be right. like 20 times by the time it's all said and done because Sony right. is. Yeah. Right, right. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was one of those things, man. So in uh, that same month, I mean, I, I took a, obviously I took a few weeks off because I really had to, I really had to refocus and understand what was going on with my family first. Right. Um, you know, the episode you had with Swin, with Swin was, you know, God, family, music. Right. God, family, music. That's it. God, family, music in that order. If you ain't right with God, your family ain't going to be right. Your music ain't going to be right. You're going to be off. Hmm. So if you ain't right with your family, you got to get right with your family before you do anything with music. Right. And I tell these guys that every day. You ain't right with your family. You you, you better get on Marco Polo and let us know because you ain't doing music until you, your family's good. Right. If you ain't right with God, then let's let's talk it out. Let's talk it out. So... Yeah, it got to a point where I really had to reassess. I had to reassess everything, man. Uh, so I took a few weeks. And it's funny because I was going through my phone. And I was just looking up different words for no particular reason at all. No reason at all. I was going through dictionary.com, bro. And I was just I was just looking at, looking at all the words. Just going through and looking at words. And this word popped up. And the word was anamorphic. And I told my wife, I said, what do you think about the word anamorphic? And she said, it sounds cool, but what does it mean? Because no one knows what anamorphic means. But I'm going to tell you what anamorphic means because it all ties into everything. Okay. It all ties into everything, bro. All right. So anamorphic. Here's the definition. There's two lines that are running parallel to each other this this is this is the breakdown of what the word means 
there's two lines running parallel to each other. Okay. Line on the left is running straight, 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 and never wavers. Never, ever wavers. Never turns. Never has a crink in it or a crick or whatever people call it. Never has a wave. Nothing. It's just a straight line. And that straight line is God. Mm. Now, the line that's running parallel on the right to that left straight and narrow line. The line on the right is always running parallel, but it's going left. It's going right. It's got a crink in it. It's got a wave. It's got a this and it's got a that. That's family and music and work and everything else. Right? Right. As long as you've got that line that's running straight in your life, running next to the line that might be going this way and that way, and you don't know what's happening next because you know family life, bro. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, work, you know, music, you know how there's twists and turns. At any given moment, something can happen. Exactly. Yeah. But as long as you've got that straight line that is God right next to that other line that's going here and there, you're going to be all right. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's like, he's like our only source of consistency. Like he's the only thing, the only person, the only entity, the only being who, that yes. remains constant. All eighteen, all eighteen thousand of those words you just said, yes, yes, <laughs> right, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can dig that, yeah. Uh, he, he's the our root, yeah. I, he's he's uh, our stronghold, our foundation. Everything else outside of that gets crazy, but him, exactly, he's the same. I, I can exactly. dig that. So as long as as long as we keep that one line straight, as long as we're straight with God. Everything mm-hmm. else will fall into place. Because mm. God, God will allow it to fall into place. You know what I mean? He's not gonna, He's not gonna let that other line that's going this way and that way ever get away from that, from Him, from Him. Never. He'll never do mm. it. As long as you're faithful to Him, you know the Bible. As long as you're faithful to Him, what's gonna happen? He's gonna be faithful great. to you. Yeah, He'll be faithful to you. Great will be your reward in heaven. Bum, bum, yeah. exactly. So yeah, when I when I saw that word and I saw the definition, I was like, anamorphic. All right, here we go. So I st- I still took a little bit of a break. You know, it was probably I don't I don't know exactly how long it was, but probably the end of February. Uh, so I took about a month off just to really get everything straightened out in my head first, because as as a leader. If your head's not straight, everything else falls, you know, everything else falls apart. So, so when it comes to anamorphic, once I got my mind right, and once I got the vision down of what we needed to really focus on, which the focus really changed drastically. Like with SBS, I was looking for a distribution deal. I was looking for, you know, all these things that were taking me away from what we should have been doing which is what 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 is music for music is for the people music is for people we lost or at least i did i lost sight of why we were doing this in the first place and that was to show people who got it who jesus is i lost sight of that is that why all this happened? Probably so. 
family life is much better, obviously. I mean, if, if your daughter's cutting herself because you're not spending time with her, then your family life is going to change drastically, which it has, and it's improved a lot. Praise the Lord. And then just family life in general. You know, in spending more time with her, I'm spending more time with my wife. And she's happier. And it's the whole the whole situation just kind of brought our family closer. And that's like it's like a sigh of ah, you know, like so much pressure was built up that I had put on myself that it was just like, okay, this pressure's gone now. Like it can be gone. Just let it go. You know, let it go. That's awesome. You know, this pressure you put on yourself sometimes can can just weigh you down so much. And you don't want to do that to yourself. You know, I was doing it to myself. No one was doing it to me. I was doing it to myself. So the new approach that we have with anamorphic music is a much more grassroots approach. Um, you know, I study a lot of I study a lot of 60s music, 70s music. Back then, they didn't have the internet. So what did they do? They did shows. They went to the people. They went to the people. And now that we have internet, we don't have to go all around the world to get to the people. All we have to do is go on the internet. And the people are there. So we can spread the gospel to the people all over the world right on the internet. So... It's, it's a much more grassroots approach other than trying to do an industry approach, which I was focusing on with SBS. And, uh, dude, we have, we have super fans. When I say super fans, I'm going to shout a couple people out real quick. Okay. Because our super fans are, are nuts. They're crazy. <laughs> in, in, a, in a good way. In a great yeah, way. I got you. Kobe Muncy is a super fan Alonzo Alonzo man I'm telling you man Kobe Muncy this dude is he's nuts he's nuts (laughs) in a great way and then you got Jose Vaquareno this dude is just another nut he's another nut job guy dude I'm just telling you man you started the name an Alonzo yeah, that's that's that's. I think I said Jose, but that's his real name. But Alonzo, yeah, Alonzo oh, Vaquero, okay. uh-huh. same 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 guy. I got you. Um, I got you. Yeah, they, they just uh, man, they just bombard us with love, bro. They bombard us with love, and 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 we hit them back. We hit them back with love, bro. It's it's just you know, and I can name others, but those are the two that are like, bomb, like right. They're always there, and they're always like. We're here for you guys. Anything you need, let us know. And you know, and we're like, wow, it's humbling. It's really humbling when people get on board with your vision. You know, with the vision that God has for you. It's really yeah. humbling. Yeah, it but, is. Um, man. Yeah. And I, that's 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 all. I mean, that's an awesome testimony, man. Like I, and I'd have never thought. You know, it's like you. You know, it's like you never really know what your brothers. And what other the Christian families are going through, and so I mean, you know, saying so, so the kind of man to be real transparent about what was happening with your family and how that led to where you are today, uh, man. For one, it just shows the awesomeness of God and and uh, the way that He works through 
certain through, through tough times and, and, and in the end he's still uh seen as this glorious redeemer who who could bring things back together within the family and i just thank god that uh that that you had the mind of putting things in this proper perspective man and actually dealing with that and working through that and, and then on, on and then on the, on the end of it all man to come out with anamorphic music as a label which personally for me I, I can't say that I'm a super fan, but I know I love the stuff that I hear from you guys, man, and and uh, especially you know Aeon, he and I, man, we talk, we talk a little, we talk someone on a regular or whatnot, man, and he's becoming a, 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 a just a good friend uh, as well. You know, we are, he's already a Christian brother, but he's becoming a good friend now, man. You know, so I, I have to say, man, like like all of everything that you said, I, I believe ultimately plays a part in how how all of this is coming about even in my life, man. So, I, I, you know, God is awesome. God, God is, God is indeed awesome. I got to give credit, though. I got to give credit to... I got to give credit to all the guys on Anamorphic as well because they could have easily left. Yeah. They could have easily left. But they <laughs> stuck it out and they stuck by my side and they, they understood the situation and they they poured literally poured love and prayer into my family and mm-hmm. and what I was dealing with as well and dude they they could have dipped out easily they could have easily dipped out but they they stood by me they stood by me and I got to talk to the bar podcast fans real quick uh, T Barlow is now officially a uh, anamorphic music super fan so th- I just want to put that out there <laughs> awesome. Glad, I'm glad. God, every time I see something of y'all pop up, man, I, like, I gotta share it because, like, I think folks need to yeah. hear, folks need to, folks need to know names like Aon and Swin the example and and, and Syd. Let me tell you, like, like I have yet. I've been meaning to check out more and more of his stuff. I I, I, I can tell you, I heard him on Aon's uh, album on that last joint on uh, Aon's recent album, Go Heaven, uh, Go yeah. Heaven's Fall, and whatnot. And I gotta tell you, like, I I, I love his voice. I have just, it, I have and he just did the hook. He just did the yeah, hook for the song. Yeah, all he did was the hook. But it's like, man, that. And matter, I'm trying to think of who. It's like he almost reminds me of, with just a little bit more articulate. But he almost reminds me of like Freaky Ty from the Lost Boys, which used to be like one of my favorite groups. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, I remember like, Lost Boys. Yeah, because yeah. he has like this. He has this. He had like this gritty. Just raw sound and and, um, and and that was one of the tracks that I would have on repeat for a while when I heard it. <laughs> it I, I tell you, I tell you what, man. When it when it comes to versatility in anamorphic, mm-hmm. I think uh, I think everyone would agree when I say this. I know the guys are going to hear this, but Aeon I think is the most versatile MC that we have. But I think Syd is a close second, very mm. close second. Like Swin knows his lane. He knows he's boom bap, and he's gonna stay boom bap, and he's gonna stick to boom bap, and he ain't it wavering from boom bap because yeah. that's him. That's him. Yeah. But he gets he gets as versatile as he can in that boom bap range. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Aon and Syd, like when they, like when you put them side by side, the versatility that the versatility they have as MCs is uncanny. It's just uncanny. Yeah. You know Aon. The whole yeah. though the Heaven Twelve album was twelve tracks of different, 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 different. It's like whoa, yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons why I actually wanted to get to know him and then eventually sign him was 
because of his versatility. It's nuts. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah I don't he, know how he, he does it. I don't know how he does he, it. He, he, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's crazy creative, man. And, and you know, like, I, 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 I love that about him, too, because it's like listening to him is like you can never get bored, really. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, it's, it, you know, because he, he brings something like kind of fresh and new to the table, like on, on different tracks. And, and it's like, it, and it's, like, it's weird because even though it's like, it may be styled a little differently, you know, it's still him. And it's, you can tell it's still yeah. authentically him. And it's like, he's not trying to be anybody else. This is just how he wrote to this song. And it's, and you can, you can feel the authenticity of it, man. And so like, yeah. And, and let me tell you, Swin, um, that dude, his bars, man. Like, like honestly, sometimes, man, I have to put, I have to put Swin down because, like, sometimes he makes me want to stop writing. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, man. you know, it's like, don't, it's like I don't, don't do that, don't do I'm that, like, bro. I mean, I, I know it's not a competition, but it's just like, man, like, how am I going to compete with that? Like, you know, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Say that again. Say that again. Like I, I know it's not a competition. It's not a competition, it's, bro. It's, it's, it's not. It's a competition. Not, I know, but sometimes it's like, man, like, why would anybody want to listen to me when Swin's putting stuff out here like this? <laughs> you know, that's that's kind of how I feel sometimes. Like, man, if this dude dropping bars like that, why did they want to listen? Why would they want to listen? I definitely got. I I have to agree with you, man, because to this extent, like, I mix and master all these guys' stuff, and uh, I never ever get bored with these guys' music. Never, yeah. I've never been bored with these guys' music. Yeah, it, and that's yeah. hard because I am picky as picky can be. I am <laughs> so picky, like yeah. to the point of if uh, the little teeniest, tiniest little thing is off, it'll bug me for like ever. Yeah. So I'm so picky, and these guys, when they, you know, Aeon, Aeon has already done pretty much his whole discography is done. Mm-hmm. Swain already told you guys that he's sitting on what is it, 50, 50 something tracks? Yeah. He's just sitting on them. He's just sitting on them. He, yeah. He's got he's got he's got enough music and I think until he retires. Yeah. He, he's like, it's crazy. And then Swin, he's so meticulous. So meticulous like I almost have to like you know, Swin, hey, how's how's that stuff coming? How's it coming, bro? How's it coming? When am I going to get it in my inbox? How's it coming? Because <laughs> he's so meticulous. You know, he wants to get it perfect. And I and I get that. And then SYD, he does all his stuff here with me. So I'm, I yeah. actually produce him here. But I don't I don't have to produce Aeon. I mean, he's got it. I don't yeah. have to produce Swin. You know, he does his thing up in Newark. I don't, I don't have to produce him. Like, they get my opinion about stuff. You know, which is is a great honor to get an opinion before something's even out there. Um, but I've never had to be like, you know, this isn't, you know, yeah, I don't know about this. I've never had to do that with these guys. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm and I'm very lucky and to be able to work with SYD one on one right here in the snack bar studio. Um, this dude, what are just to quickly quickly for the people out there that kind of get into the technical stuff a little bit what SYD does is I throw him a beat that he picks he -hmm. writes all his verses so his verses he writes and then what we do is we sit down together and we write the chorus and we write the bridge if there's a bridge on the song 
so it's a very very collaborative effort like he he really he loves having that second set of ears and that second songwriter and that second person which is a producer next to him to make the best song possible which is what we're trying to do with everything we do is make the best song possible whatever we're working on we're trying to make it the best it can be yeah he loves that yeah, it, and I, I, yeah, I need I need, I need to see more of his stuff out there I know uh, Aeon pointed me to some stuff and I just didn't have the time to sit down to, 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 to pull it out and give it like a real serious listen and so forth I want to see more of this stuff because I actually I, I want to get to know Sid like I, I yeah. want to get to know him through, get to know him through his music I really do I, I, I really I mean, think I, I, mean, I really think that SYD's EP yeah, that I, we put I'm not be calling them Sid SYD yeah <laughs> yeah it, it's alright yeah. people call him Sid all the time yeah but um, we put his project out in October. It's a seven-song EP called Kingdoms. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's very underrated, bro. It's very underrated, and that's not that's not coming from the label head and and a guy that produced like four tracks on it. It is really underrated. Like the stuff that he says, the the stuff that he rhymes on that album. Some of it went over my head until he actually told me what it meant. And and well, I was like, where, 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 can we, where can we find this stuff? Where, where can we find it? Tell us right now where where we can find SYDs. Yeah, you can stuff. Find, I'm about to- yeah, you can find Kingdoms. It's all over the place on iTunes, Google Play, um, Amazon MP3. Um, I'm actually what I've done is I've put our full discography in one place that people can use. Um, PayPal, credit card, whatever. And it also allows us to do download cards as well. And it's a site called FizzKicks. Let me spell it for you. It's F-I-Z-Z-K-I-C-K-S dot com. FizzKicks. Aeon always calls it FizzleKicks. But it's <laughs> FizzKicks dot com slash anamorphic music. And that's A-N-A M-O-R-P-H-I-C music and we have our full discography that uh, that is for sale at, at that one site right there for yeah. just want to let y'all know for those of y'all listening I'm looking at the site right now uh, if, if you type in SYD Kingdoms there's going to be a link that goes right to where he says just look for Fizz Kicks and you can click on that and, and it'll pull it right up and, and it looks to me that his album was released like you said back in our October and it's a it's five dollars. Uh, now, so. now, now I'm a I'm a straight audiophile. Anybody uh-huh. that doesn't know what an audiophile is, I'm a person that needs music at the highest quality. Uh-huh. So so I'm so picky, bro. I don't I personally don't buy any music from iTunes or any of those places because they're not in wave format. Okay. I just don't. I don't. With Fizz Kicks, if you're as picky as I am. You get to pick between MP3, Wave, Flack, um, OGG. You get to pick what you want mm. for the same price. For the same price as just buying MP3s. For the same price. I think it's amazing. And plus, they allow for download cards. So we, we can order download cards and people just type in the, you know, the, uh, the download code. Just like you get in some albums like records and stuff. You get the download code and you get the album right on your computer yeah it's 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 an amazing site it's an amazing site so yeah definitely, I'm, I'm definitely 
I, yeah, I'm about to say I got, I got I got it pulled up now. I'm definitely we'll get off tonight, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna check this guy out because because AI has been telling me and I and I listened. To, I remember listening to a couple of things and I, but it's like I didn't give it like a serious listen. And you know, and I'm telling us like, man, I'm not really sure, but like, man, like the way you're talking about it, I gotta be honest with you, like, it just makes me want to just, just dig in and just sit down and just be like, man, hold on, let me listen to this, bro. Let me give him a, a serious listen. There, and, there's uh, a, there's a couple, it's seven songs, and there's a couple gems, bro. I really want you to, I really want you to dig into these gems. Okay. I want you to, I want you to dig into the title track, Kingdoms. Okay. That song is just straight. It. it it will put you in the presence of God okay. in hip hop. And I'm not saying that, you know, when an artist sits down and writes a hip hop song and all that stuff, it's, you know, I'm not saying it's a, it's anything more than a song because Jesus is the one that saves, not right, our, right, right. Not our music and all that stuff. But dude, every time I listen to Kingdoms and, and I had no idea what I was going to do with that beat. When I made that beat, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen with this beat. That's why D came by. He loved the beat. Sent it to him. He wrote the whole thing. Came over, recorded it. I was like, "Whoa, whoa! Where did this come from?" Like I had never heard an SYD like this. I had never heard SYD like this on that track. Uh, the other track is um, "Living This Way." Kingdoms and "Living This Way" are the two gems. Now, "Living This Way" is a Tone Jones beat. I think most people know who Tone Jones is in the Christian hip hop um, realm, but um, yeah, it's a Tone Jones beat, and it's just it's those two tracks are just ridiculous, man. Okay, awesome. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, we're gonna definitely check those out while while we're uh, on this on the subject of music. Is this yeah. is a this is the question that we, that we pretty much asking we we pretty much ask like all the artists who comes on, and this Let's is like go. the that signature question. Let's go. Outside of now, you can't. I, I, I want you to exclude your anamorphic artists from this. Absolutely, list. absolutely. Who are you listening to? Who are your influences? Uh, what's hot to you right now? Go. I'll go into influences first. Okay. All right. I'll do influences, and then I'll go into who I'm listening to today. Okay. All right. So my influences vary. They vary big time. Um. I was I, I grew up on classic rock, what they call classic rock now. My my parents had all the vinyl and all that stuff and blah blah blah. So a lot of those artists really culminate into what I do today. Okay. Um I, like which was Oh man, let's see. I, I got a whole I got two boxes over here, a couple hundred albums. Uh let me think about let me think of like three artists real quick. Uh I love the drums on A C D C. I think oh. Okay. Just crazy, crazy drums. Um, I got to throw, of course, Metallica in there. Got to throw Metallica. All um, right. they're, my, they're my favorite band ever. Um, I don't know how most of your viewers feel about mainstream music and people that work on Christian music liking mainstream music, uh, but I've never been convicted to not listen to Metallica. And if any... Yeah, I've never been convicted not to listen to it, man. And uh, I've been a fan since '86, when I first heard their their Master of Puppets album. And uh, it's one of those bands that they they have a reputation that is not um, a reality. Mm-hmm. Like people say that they they 
they have songs about go kill yourself and this and that. This it's just not true. People don't. Right. People just don't want to study. Um, most people just don't want to study what they don't know. They right. they don't you know they don't want to get into it. But right. Metallica is definitely one of those bands that when they when James Hetfield sits down to write a song, he he sits down and writes something that's a classic. I'll just mm-hmm. say that. Um, th- those were big influences: ACDC, Metallica, um, Molly Crew. This is all the stuff that I kind of grew up with. Then when I heard hip hop, of course, you know, the first mainstream stuff I heard was LL Cool J, Can't Live Without My Radio. Yeah. And then, you know, Beastie Boys, License to Ill. um, Yeah. Run DMC, King of Rock. Now, the Run DMC album, it had a song on it. The King of Rock album had a song on it called Roots Rap Reggae. And that's the first time that I ever heard a reggae person doing, you know, a, a person doing reggae. Fell in love with it. Yeah. Fell in love with it. Straight up fell in love with it. And I said, I said to my dad, I said, listen, I got to get some reggae records. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, okay. We'll pick up, we'll pick up some reggae records. We'll go to the store or whatever. Cause I, you know, every summer I mowed lawns and just built up a whole bunch of money to get whatever I needed. So... I had money and we was going down to Turtles Records and we was gonna get some reggae records and I got some reggae records. Fell in love with it, bro. I listened I, hey, I think hey, I think is that, rock, is, is that when you started smoking weed? Well, actually <laughs> <laughs> Actually that does line up pretty well. Um <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> yeah, and, and even to this day, bro, like I work on so much Christian hip hop. Like uh-huh. I work, I mix and master for people all around the country. Uh-huh. Um, actually, actually around the world. And uh, big ups to God. Thank you, God. Um, but I work on so much CHH, man. It, it's it's tough to it's tough to listen to CHH. So when I go into my my own world where I'm just a listener and just a fan, you know. I, I go to rock and I like a lot of Christian rock like Christian rock and me go together like that's cool like I right. want to I want to mix and master an entire rock album like Christian rock yes yes that's what I want to do so any Christian rock people out there that have bands record your stuff and send it to me and I'll, I'll do it right um, yeah I go to rock I go to metal and I go to reggae when I'm when I'm just listening when I'm just in my own I want to listen to something world I know what you're saying yeah yeah but in in Christian hip hop I do want to shout out two people that have already been shouted out by Aeon and already been shouted out by and this this isn't and by Swin and this is not in you know we haven't got together and said oh when we go on the bar podcast we got to talk about these art no we haven't done that we haven't done that I cannot put down Tone Spain. Uh-huh. Tone Spain is ridiculous. Yeah. He has stupid rhymes for days. Yeah. And read B verses. Yes. I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, in the next three years, these guys are going to be the face of Christian hip hop. Yeah, I-, I can see it. They're going to be I- the face. And they're doing it right. They're doing it the right way. 
you know, I actually extended, I actually extended my hand to Tone Spain to come aboard Anamorphic, and he politely turned down the offer because he he was uh, getting back into starting up his own label. Okay. So I, I respected that. That was that was much respect. Yeah. Um, I, I I pray for him to 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 do what he does and, and and do what God wants him to do, and I hope he just I hope he blows up to a, a good point. I hope yeah. he blows up to a good point that's healthy for him because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The dude is so talented. Yeah, he's, and yeah, then, he's crazy talented. I, I mean, read. from glass ceiling, like I think it was like my first experience with him, and it was just like, yeah. dude, this this guy right here, yeah, amazing album, amazing yeah. album, and yeah. he's been on he's been on plenty of our stuff, and also stuff that's coming up, by the way, um, and read me verses. I haven't even approached him because he is he is very vocal in the fact that he does not want to sign with a label. Yeah, very very vocal or vocal, yeah, vocal very yeah. vocal in that so I'm respecting his vocality in that and not approaching him about signing being a part of the team because I get it he wants to stay independent yeah. he wants to do his thing his way and that's it and I get it I perfectly get it like that's cool yeah um so I haven't I haven't approached him about any business stuff but and he's also on some stuff coming as well, just to let you know. Yeah, but he, he's great. He's he's on that uh that Swindy example joint they just dropped. Uh, I can't think of the name of it right now. The name escapes me. But beef beef at the salad bar. Yeah, yeah. They're like boy, like yeah, <laughs> like 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 I feel like every time I hear a read, he steps up another level that on like true. every song. Yeah, I I, I I don't know what it is about this dude. He's a monster. <laughs> that's and that's you, what it is. You just broke it yeah, down. He's a monster. Yeah, the dude is not human. Yeah, he's a monster, and and, and I, I love it. I'm so hyped about his album, uh, his yeah. uh, that, that he yeah. has coming out in a few days. Man, I can't I can't wait to see it. One of the uh, one of the locals around here, my, uh, I guess apparently Jay Crumb did the graphics for. Him. I didn't know he was doing graphics. Uh, Jay Crumb, Jay Crumb doing graphics. Well, he did. He did his. He did the graphics for for this album. Okay. Yeah, we had Reed Kevin. It said, "Shout out to my boy Jay Crown for the draft." And I was like, "I didn't know, I didn't know Jay Crown was getting down like that." But yeah, you know. So I wonder. Like, yeah. if, I wonder if he did the graphics for his uh, the black sheep. I wonder if he did those. I wonder, but I, I, I think he. I don't know. I want to say he had somebody else do that, but you know, nevertheless, I want to ask because I did actually like that black sheep graphic uh, with the with the red sweater. If I'm not, yeah, that was, yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty tight, man. And, and I'm picky with graphics. Yeah. I'm so yeah. picky. I'm so yeah. picky. I think you've seen. I think you've seen our graphics, right? You've yeah. seen our graphics. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing gets by me. Nothing yeah. gets by me. I am yeah. so picky. So. Yeah. I was just looking at uh, you know, just looking looking at SYDs, man, and and I mean that that, that graphic looked dope. And I got to sh- I got to shout the person out that did that. That was Sicily. Really. This, this, that graphic. She also does graphics. Wow. She's multifaceted, yeah, yeah. bro. It, it all comes back to these all these people being so talented, man, in so many different ways and so many different things, man. It's it's amazing. Yeah. CHH, yeah, it, man, Christian hip hop is so I just can't wait. I don't know. See, here's the dilemma I have. And I'm gonna ask you this question. Is is Christian hip hop ever supposed to blow up 
Because I don't think it's supposed to. Okay, so here's my answer. Uh, no. Because, I mean, not, not... It can't blow up, I mean, biblically. Biblically, it, it can't. It, it can within the Christian community. Yeah, within yeah, the, yeah, within, yeah. Within the Christian community. And even and even then, that doesn't mean, like, being at the Devil Awards or, or yeah. uh... <laughs> You know, or, or yeah. you know, said like whatever those other gospel award shows, which I, I honestly was like, those are things I don't, I don't really understand. I mean, in all honesty, uh, I don't, I don't understand gospel awards for preaching the gospel, or, or in which technically most of the people you see on the show, you, you, you kind of really get a gospel from them. But yeah, like, put no. it put it this way: you'll never see an anamorphic music artist or anyone associated with anamorphic music at any of these uh, award shows. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, because it, it just to me, it, it seems like at that point you've gotten away from what it's supposed to be about. It, it, it's like you, yeah. you've taken yeah. the spotlight. Yeah, yeah, you may get up on stage and you may say thank you, Jesus, but you know what? So does Little Wayne after rapping about killing babies and sex with women and drugs and stuff like that. You know, so so like none of that stuff ever really phases me. Um, yeah. uh, and yeah. and so so like no, I don't think it's gonna blow up. In the, it's not supposed to blow up in the in the secular realm. If anything, it'll be a People, problem to. The well, well, the mainstream and and the non-believers are supposed to hate us. They're supposed to despise us. They're supposed to spit on us. They're supposed right. to. Hate, they're supposed to be against us and everything that we do. So Christian hip hop is, it can never blow up. It's not right. supposed to. Right. It, right. It I'm saying it's like like on my job, like I play. Christian rap in my car all the time, right? Yeah, like I, yeah. you know, what I mean, like whether it be my music or shoot, Aeon, Aeon gained a fan from one of the girls. Uh, the, the, I work with, uh, I work with Trouble Girls, and she was, in, yeah. I had to, I had to give her a ride from, from, from like a, from a meeting or something, and she, and she was like, "What is this you listen to?" I saw oh, this is my man Aeon, and this, that, the other. And when she left the program, she was like, "Hey, I need to find out where to find this guy's music," you know. That's cool. Where, That's but, cool but, but, but for the most part. Like oh, some of the other girls, man, like like like, like quite a few of them, maybe like, man, dude, can we listen to something else other than this? I'm like, nah, she's, you know, it's like, why you don't like it? It's like, no, I don't. And it's like, yeah, that, I mean, that makes sense, you know. And like, and like, I expect them to not like, you know, exactly. anything that anything that has to be Christian because it goes against, yep. you know, it goes against the sinful nature. So, so I've, I've always and and you know, and people may I, I ask I ask people that question all the time, especially people that are in Christian hip hop yeah, that have said comments that Christian hip hop, you know, is going to blow up one day and yada, yada, but it, it can't, yeah. it can't blow up. It's unbiblical. Yeah, I mean, like, like if, says, it, if, it does, it, if it does, I think it'll stop being Christian at that point. Yeah, and, and, it I, will. And, yeah. and in all honesty, I think we've seen examples, you know, uh, without having yeah. to say, having to say yeah. it, you know, I mean, it, it just, we, you know, We've seen examples, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've sure seen have. examples, and, and and mind you, those examples that we've seen, please believe me, they are in my prayers. You know, it's just that and the other. But oh, it's absolutely, like, absolutely. But, but red flags arise when you have people who live a lifestyle that is radically opposed to a holy God dig up your project mm-hmm. and want to be a part of your project. So when so when so when somebody like a Kendrick Lamar or a Big Crit want to be on your album and you. And here you are saying, you know, here you are at first, you know, coming on the scene as a Christian, you know, I mean, you know, I, I just, I just kind of, I have genuine concerns about well, that. Well, well, think about this too. And you probably already have, you probably already had this discussion with other people as well. When you're in Christian hip hop, you're a Christian rapper. There's, there's a ceiling. 
Yeah. Th- there's only so far you can go. Yeah. And if you want to get further, what do you have to do? You have to compromise. Yeah, you have, you have to bu- you have to bust past that ceiling. And you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and see, let me tell you, and like as an artist, as a Christian artist, I already got to set my head, my heart, and mind. And, and it's and it's kind of and it's just like how Swin had laid it out there. Man, it's God, yeah. family, yeah. and then yeah. music. And you know, and, and my thing is, is that music for me is something that I love to do. And I I record it and I put it out there for those who would like to hear it. And, and I'm gonna leave it at that. It's like I'm not even I'm not trying to, you know, get to a place to where. I would ever even be tempted to try to push past that ceiling. I don't want that. I don't, I don't get a kick out of that. I don't even like being in spotlights. I just like making music yeah. and I like glorifying God with what I do. And I feel like if your if your drive is anything other than that, I mean, it's funny honest. you say that. It's yeah. funny you say that, bro, because God actually took me off the stage in 2007. Uh-huh. He literally took me off the stage because I was doing it for myself. Yeah, literally, yeah. literally, like took me off the stage. Like I have, I have bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. so I can't be in crowds. Uh-huh. I can't be in front of a large group of people. Um, there's certain things in in my bipolar. Like I'm a, I'm a, um, what they call a a functioning bipolar. There okay. are some people that are bipolar that cannot function. They can, they're, they're just like they need a lot of help, like yeah. a lot of help. Yeah, yeah, I work with a lot of them. Yeah, I get, yeah. Yeah, so you understand. But, yeah. but I'm what they call a functioning bipolar, um, where I, I do get anxiety, um, I get panic attacks, um, I've, I've had bouts with depression and all those types of things. And that's also important to tell people as well. Yeah. Like, because you're a Christian doesn't make you immune to, to these types of things. To, to, like to, I, to human human ailments and reality. You know, you know the numbers. You know the numbers just in this country. There are millions and millions of people that that deal with mental illnesses. Mm-hmm. Millions. Yeah. You know, and it's a product of it's a it's a product of this world. This is yeah, this yeah, this, this world. Exactly. This, exactly. Yeah. It's a product of sin. So with with millions and millions of people that have mental illnesses, why why hold that in? Like there, there's millions of us. Like we should be, we should be telling people, hey, you know, you can do what you want to do, even though you have this mental illness. You know, make sure you're you're checking in with your doctor, and make sure you know, I you know, I don't know your, I don't know what you believe in as far as medicines and things like that, but I'm a firm believer that God put doctors and people that make medicine on this earth for a purpose. Yeah, well, certainly. Uh, all day. You know, and, and if my doctor says, hey, if, if you take this medication and it helps you, all right, at least we can help you some. Because you know with, with anxiety and with panic attacks and stuff like that, those things just come on whenever they feel like it. Yeah. They come on whenever they feel like it. And a, lot, and a lot of it comes from like chemical imbalances that, that I mean like yep. there's nothing that you know that and like and like those medicate again like I, I work with I work with, with 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 young ladies like this and I get it you know you, sometimes you need something to balance that thing out and I believe yep. that the reason why that thing exists is because God created it for moments just like this yeah you know God God put I, I'm telling you right now bro and I hope the people out there understand when I say this. I truly believe 
that God gave me bipolar disorder in 2007 to get me off the stage. Mm. To get me out of the limelight. I truly believe it. Do I also believe that he can take this away from me? Yes, I do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt, I believe that he can take it from me. Why? Some people say, why hasn't he taken it from you yet? I don't know. It's not his will. I I, 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 I just might say, it's not not his will because he didn't want to. Exactly. Because he didn't want to. Exactly. You get it. You get it, bro. Our God is in the heavens. He does whatever he pleases. Whenever he pleases, however he um, pleases, to whomever he pleases, man, um, it's all it's all um, point of him being sovereign, um, you know. Um, but um, that's not that's, that's not going to stop me from trusting him, exactly. <laughs> you know, and obeying him. And so, you know, and I and I think, uh, I, you know, I I think a lot of people, man, like like we, I don't know, like we we tend to think of uh, of, and I, I blame like doctors like the prosperity god doctrine and all i think i think they yeah. tend to think of god as being somebody who delivers us from everything while we're here on this earth and it's like no, no. he's not ne- he's never no. promised that no. No. he's never promised that <laughs> he never no. promised that he promised to deliver us from it one day but while yeah. we are here on this earth we will be suffering and you know of oh, some we're, type we're always going to be prone we're always going to be prone to this world and to sin we're we're we're, we're here yeah yeah, we're, you know, yeah. we're, we're here and, you know, you, you have to try your best, you know, you yeah. got to try your best to, to trust in God's word, to be as close to, to him as you can through prayer mm-hmm. in your daily life and, and try to keep, you know, but, but at the same time, if he's going to give you an ailment or allow you, I'll say this, allow you to have an ailment because it's in his will I mean truthfully it is what it is it yeah. is what it is you you have to cope with it you have to deal with it you have to find some way to get through it can he take it away yeah. yes he can but it's going to be in his timing period so I, I hope I hope everybody out there in the bar podcast land all the fans out there understand that if you have a mental illness don't let it stop you don't let it stop you. You can do whatever you want to do. Look at me. I'm bipolar. Anxiety disorder, panic disorder, bouts with depression. Um, my, dude, my highs and my lows sometimes just fluctuate, you know, daily. Like, it's crazy. Like, some days I'll be so happy. Other days... Uh, I'm just so gloomy. Uh, I don't want to do it anything today. You know, it, but that doesn't stop. That doesn't stop me from doing what God wants me to do. And it shouldn't stop you guys out there. It shouldn't stop you guys. Get to it. Pray. Amen, man. Listen, Mike, this has been a fantastic, fantastic conversation, man. I, again, I want to thank you. Uh, for taking the time out to, to come on, uh, to share your testimony, some of your struggles, your victories, and so forth, uh, your sure. thoughts, your feelings, man. Like, uh, I just, uh, I really appreciate it, man. I feel real blessed having had this conversation with you. Um, is there anything, could we get ready to wrap up? Um, is there anything that you want to uh, tell the people before we leave as far as, like, any type of a... Uh, uh, products that you may have upcoming or any anything that you want to point them to or let them know how to get in contact with you, how to find your music and stuff like that. I know you gave us something earlier, but let's go ahead and just like, just uh, rehash it again 
Uh, tell them where they can where they can find some anamorphic uh, materials and so forth. Absolutely. Yeah, we have. Um, if you check out anamorphicmusic.com, um, I'm still not done with it yet. I'm actually quite not done with it yet, uh, but it's it's active. It's live. Um, we have music that's out on Fizzkicks, fizzkicks.com slash anamorphicmusic. Um, feel free to go check it out. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, honestly, I didn't really come on here to plug anything, like plug music or anything. I just wanted to have a conversation with T. Barlow. That was it. That was all I wanted, that's all I wanted <laughs> oh, to do. Well, well, praise, praise God, man. I mean, hey, listen, I'm glad you came on, man. Uh, you guys, make sure y'all, y'all check for, for, for anamorphic music, check for all the products. Also, uh, don't forget to check us out if you have not done so yet. The Bar Podcast page on Facebook at Biblical and Reform. Um, you can also find us on Twitter somewhere. Be not deceived at B at BND two thousand twelve. Uh, Be not deceived. You know, for those of y'all who don't know, is like the mother page. It's where it's where all of this came out of. So the Be Not Deceived page on Facebook and at the Bar Bot Podcast. Check for anamorphic music. Find them on Facebook. Like them. Follow them. These guys are some solid artists and brothers. Especially if, you, like I said, if you've been paying attention to previous shows, to like my last, to the last two interviews that I have done, it's been anamorphic artists. And I thank you, Mike, and for 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 you and for your artists, uh, for your, for your, for y'all coming on, man, and just blessing us, man. And these these Dude. have been some of the these have been some of the best shows we've had, yo. We we thank you for the conversations, man. That's what we. We don't look at these as interviews, man. We just look at these as two people sitting down talking and saying, yeah. Stuff. At least that's how I try to run it, man. So, like, yeah, man. Man, I love you to life, man. I'm going to let you go. I got to get to my family. I'm sure you got to get to yours, man. And, uh, but like, until uh, next time, everybody who's out there listening, y'all make sure that y'all keep God first in all that you do. Now, make sure that you give him the glory for all that you are, for all that he is. Um, and, um, so, yeah, grace and peace. Praise God. To a king, and what's a king to a guy? And what about a man that ruled over everything? What you gonna call him? Call him Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's go. And what's a king to a guy? And what's a God to a king? And what about a man that ruled over everything? What you gonna call him? Call him Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Let's go. Hosanna, Hosanna, the Holy God, the only God, the only begotten Son. Came in the form of a man, but died as one. From the Son, the Holy Ghost, my God is one. I don't fight a battle, cause my God is one. Power over the grave, look what God has done. Look what I become, nothing I deserve. I am reborn, I am reformed. Second Adam come, you would dethrone if I was you cuz wouldn't sleep on the alpha their maker starter finish the land that was started salvation he brought it to the nation regardless what you believe in father he brought in for this very reason sun has been risen bodies the temple the spirit so living was really so given was a man with the scroll in his hand nobody could open it but the one that was slain like a lamb out of the boat when they bring it the storm i get the storm when you come in the night but in the rest he like moses to walk king of all kings lord of all lords son of man homie ain't talking about raw talking about god who made Talking about God who made all the
And what's a king to a god? And what's a god to a king? And what about a man that rule over everything? What you gon' call him? Call him Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us. Yes, Jesus, God in the flesh, came to the shut down my king, come to death. Crucify him, but I know that he lives. Hold in your breath, cause it's gonna get deep. Mark of the beast in the marketplace, you got no chip, you won't eat. Only won't eat, cause they drawing they circles, they grabbing they candles, they making they ritual. When he come back, he will dismiss you. Hope you see that, I'm drawing What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there